podcast it's your host james as always here to give you guys more of the greatness so you know what we're gonna do and let's jump right into it hopefully you guys are having a wonderful week uh end <laughs> i always say week but keep forgetting that it's actually saturday um but hopefully you had a good week uh passing and you know your weekend is looking pretty decent uh for those that are in the states this is super bowl weekend so i know a lot of people are going to be watching the super bowl on sunday uh you know it's it's an interesting game i enjoy it so you know i i don't have any uh any stake in it but you know for what it's worth it'll be a good game overall yeah i mean if i if i had to choose a team to win out of the los angeles rams and the cincinnati Bengals, probably going to choose the Bengals. and i know it's like sacrilegious considering that I live in Los Angeles, but I don't know. Like, I've never been a big Rams fan uh, when I was growing up, and I really didn't have a place in, in NFL football and whatnot. I just always found the uh, Bengals to be somewhat appealing. I guess it was the colors and the design and all that stuff, you know, the tiger <laughs> or Bengal tiger. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, man, just... This week's been pretty pretty decent. It's been really funny because I've actually been kind of in a down in a downer almost. Um, you know, my social media uh, engagement is declining like rapidly, and I don't know if it's me or or what the deal is, but I'm just getting to a point where and and it's so funny because it's like it's not me being uh you know vengeful or anything or spite spiteful. It's just it gives me a point to realize, you know, like when I'm not as engaged in social media, I just start to kind of understand that like, okay, maybe I don't need this as much as I thought I did. Cause to be quite honest, like when I first had Twitter, which that Twitter is probably gone so dormant. Like I can't even, I, I mean, I don't even know if I know the password to it anymore, but um, you know, that was just really me kind of just using it in the same way that I invested in, a majority of social media uh, at the time, you know, like I got it just because just the same way as I had a Tumblr, just because I had a WordPress, just because, and I really wasn't utilizing it in any way. Heck, I even remember when I got a, um, what was it? Google plus what? Yeah. I'm, oh my God. I even remember going through the rigmarole to get Google wave <laughs> when they were trying to, uh, you know, get into the social media um, stream, but they have just failed around every single corner that they've attempted. Um, but I say all that to say that like social media just hasn't been the same for me. You know, like I, I, I enjoy to use it in, you know, in, in the effort to kind of bolster whatever numbers I can as far as uh, the podcast. But when I look back at it, it's like, I don't know how much is really doing for me. Like I like, don't get me wrong. I have met some amazing people uh, through social media, but I don't know. It's just like every day I think about it, it just feels less and less worth it, especially Instagram. I think Instagram is like the bigger uh, 
the bigger issue as far as me talking about this because like what am I really doing on Instagram because like honestly I like like when I look at my engagement I rarely post photos I don't think I ever post videos unless it's like probably about me skating or something but it's like I'm not it's it's funny because it's like when I think about like posting videos like oh I should just post more videos of me skating yeah well if I'm posting more videos of me skating then I'm not skating I'm just you know I'm, I'm focused on filming and I don't want to do that um and that's no knock to anybody who does like to you know make videos and entertain the masses um I just don't think I have it in me you know like I like to talk and I love my podcast been doing it for you know I believe almost three years um and it's just been a great joy but I, I just don't feel like social media really has any impact in that so I think I'm probably going to start making some um concessions I've actually gone through the motion of um going through my current Twitter and I just deleted my whole backlog of tweets like I honestly I don't even care to look back on any of it like no, nothing is so substantial where it's just like oh I want to go back to you know 20 whatever and and recall this one tweet that I sent to whomever like it's just not that serious like to be quite honest so like I just I basically just went through the motion and just deleted everything up to a week from that from the day I was deleting so if you screenshotted my tweets from from the old days you know it'll be your word against mine no I'm just kidding because I don't really think I've ever said anything that's been so bothersome where somebody could just be like oh look this is what he said you know and and honestly I'm one of those people that I could care less about what people think and you know if somebody ever came up to me and said did you say that yes I absolutely did I absolutely did, you know, and I don't have to give a reason why I did, yeah, but you know, it is what it is. So I might, I don't know, I might make more effort to get rid of more social media, you know, like Facebook and stuff. It's like, what is it doing? It's just sitting there. Like to be quite honest, it's just, I don't remember the last time I, I don't remember the last time like I purposely logged into Facebook to like, do Facebook you know like it's just not that thing for me and it could be just the fact that I'm older I don't know like I, I I'm not really engaged with people like that I mean I engage with people enough through Twitter but it's more like a passe it's just kind of like uh, we're just it's just like it's like walking on a on a unknown street and just randomly catching somebody's eye and just making a comment about their shoes or something or uh, their their nice coat or you know something happening in the area and did you see that yes I did <laughs> you know like that's all the conversation I really have with people I, I don't really engage so far I mean I do enjoy doing uh, the polls and stuff like that's always fun like I did a poll today and it's kind of funny because like a lot like that's something that I do put a little bit of effort into and kind of look at it from a very systematic standpoint because a lot of times I find myself in an indecisive nature, which that was never me before, like 10, 15 years ago. You know, I was one of those people that if I made a choice, it was just hard in the sand and I just did it. Now it's like I put more thought and I'm more calculating into the things I do. And I also use other people's engagement in order to help me make more rational decisions. So like I got a Well, I've actually been thinking about this all week, right? Like. I need some new pants um, because like, I don't know, like 
I've been getting my pants from like Marshalls. I don't know if you guys have Marshalls where you are, or TJ Maxx or uh, uh, Nordstrom Rack or whatever. But it's always like these these uh, smaller stores, not really specialty stores. And I get my jeans and stuff from there. And to be quite honest, I have never been, you know, I've never looked at it like I was getting them from a lesser place than a than a normal department store. I've always found the, found the jeans and, and clothes that I got from those stores to be worthy of the purchase, you know, uh, especially if they're saving me money. But, you know, the one thing that I've started to come into recently, and this has been consistent, is I find that the quality of material that I've been buying has just been lackluster. And this is this was never the case like before. But I've literally had like I want to say three or four pair of jeans that I have like when I like when I think about jeans and I think about like how long would I hold on to a, a pair of jeans I, I'm I'm literally the person that give you the answer well how long do you do you think I'm gonna be alive because I don't think I'll ever just throw away a pair of jeans that are not you know compromised in some type of way but I have literally found myself throwing away jeans in the same exact year that I bought them. And it's because, you know, and yeah, I mean, like if I was any more resourceful, then maybe I could like patch them up or whatever. But who wants to do all that? Like, in all honesty, I just want a pair of jeans that I could just buy and that I could just look at and be like, you know what? I had those jeans five years ago. And I, I remember exactly where I was when I bought them. You know, like, jeans should last that long. They absolutely should. But that hasn't been the case, you know. So I I, I had recently, uh, it could have been like about a month, two months ago, um, it was when I was looking into some new uh, running shoes. Um, I'd actually got a $20 coupon from this store that I went and got my shoes from called REI. That's the store. And it was super funny because I basically used the $20 coupon to get some expensive pants. Like the pants were like over a hundred dollars and I walked out of the store and I didn't feel any better about the purchase. And I'm, I mean, I'm wearing the pants now because I want to prove a point that I'm going to wear these until, until they fall apart. But I didn't like, I, I, I couldn't understand on the normal, like I was thinking like, okay, I just, you know, I dodged a partial bullet because I, I was able to save $20 on these pants. But what is this worth to the person who pays full price? Like who pays a hundred dollars for pants? So that's like, like, like I was doing the poll today and that was like my big question. And it's kind of funny because people were all over the place. You know, you get, you know, you got people who, you know, we're approaching it the way I do. Like, hey, I, I go to, you know, I go to discount stores, get my stuff from there. You know, I've never I've never uh, shopped at a Goodwill uh, or anything like that or like, you know, like a like a quote unquote thrift store. But a lot of people seem to believe that that's a place where you can go and get uh, some some pretty good uh, not only deals, but pretty good quality jeans. Um, but I've done, like I said, the Nordstrom racks. Nordstrom Rack is, is, I mean, they're okay. I mean, I don't really go to Nordstrom Rack for clothes more than I go there for shoes 
because if I want like a really good pair of shoes and I don't want to get fleeced, uh, you know, by the price of those shoes, then I'll, I'll get them from Nordstrom Rack for sure. Um, but like TJ Maxx, Ross, Marshalls, those have been like my places to get uh, clothes. But I've, I've just been finding myself going less and less and less because the quality isn't there anymore. And I don't know, like, like again, people were all over the place. And I've had people uh, online say that, you know, uh, you know, that you should invest in the quality of your of your uh, of your clothes because, you know, it, it really counts towards, you know, the comfort that you're going to feel and, you know, possibly the longevity. You know, you figure if, if you know, pants are going to cost you an arm and a leg, then they're going to last a little bit longer. And that's probably like the only sentiment that I was able to walk away with when I when I purchased the pants that I have on was that like okay maybe these will last me a little bit longer now the the cool thing or I guess the the one thing that I I understood about the pants when I when I bought them was that these were more kind of like um like terrain type pants these are pants that are like built for people who are climbing mountains and going hiking and stuff like that so they are you know what I like to call weathered material so they stand up to the elements a little bit more and like in that I guess I could understand but is it really worth hundreds and hundreds of dollars you know like I don't know and 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 I've been you know like I've been finding myself um you know, more interested in grabbing, you know, brands like Patagonia and stuff. And like their jackets are just like out of control expensive. Like even their windbreakers are like way out of control. I think the, I think the, the pullover hoodie I bought was like 70 bucks. Now I will say that for those seven, for that $70, that is probably one of the warmest hoodies I've ever worn in my life. Um, but it's $70, you know what I mean? Like you could go to like, you know, Target and probably get a pullover hoodie for like 15 bucks, 20 bucks, maybe. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. Like it, it, it's all just it's so trivial to me. Um, You know, I was thinking to go back to REI today and go pick, pick up another pair of pants. But then I just kept thinking to myself for that one pair that I would buy from that store, I could probably get two from just some discount store. But I would run the risk of one of those pair of the two not being of a, of a, you know, solid quality. Cause the, the one thing that really pains me is when I turn around and I got a hole in something, you know, that like, that's really, really just, that's not okay. You know? And, and I'm, I'm not the kind of person that just go to stores and Hey, your pants ripped on me and blah, blah, blah. Cause especially with like, like uh sideways stores, like, you know, Ross and stuff. I mean, they don't, they don't care. It's not their brand, you know, like they like they're just they're just selling, you know, they're just selling, uh, you know, the overstock and the byproduct of of the department stores um, of the distribution centers. And a lot of that stuff is because there's some, you know, minor defect or maybe even a major defect that, you know, they figure, hey, we care about the quality in this respect, but you might not. So we'll give the tweet. We'll give it to you for a discount. But I don't know. So. I'm still I'm still having the discussion online. Uh, like I said, people are kind of all over the place as far as their um, their understanding on what constitutes a good price for clothes or pants, more specifically. So I'm just interested in in understanding what people are what people are wearing today. 
yesterday, uh, kind of skipping along, I went to the, I've been making a trend of going to the movies on Fridays. I kind of like doing that. I kind of like getting out of work and then like, cause, cause the funny thing is, is like, we got a new guy in my office. Uh, he's kind of like, he's not really an owner, but I guess you can call him like a senior advisor or whatever. And he's, he sits in my office. Um, and it's super funny because he just kind of obligates himself to, you know, changing the culture of how we operate in our area. So like this guy's brought like Keurig machines and he brings like nuts and freaking trail mix and just all kinds of stuff. And I mean, dude is like such a boss about it. You know, um, he, he's installed, you know, 67 inch TVs and, um, you know, uh, freaking computers. He's getting ready to buy next week. Just, just randomness. Right. Um, but the one thing that I do enjoy about this guy is like, he is like always buying lunch, like every day, like, you know, this is exactly what he's done to me all the time. He's shown up, uh, this week. He's, he said, Hey James, is there a Jersey Mike's around here? And uh, you know, it's, it's like, of course. Right. Well, why don't you put in the order and let's see what we can get. And it's just like, okay, you know, like, and I don't have to ask, are you buying? Cause you're the one that brought it up. Right. Then next day comes, you know what I feel like today? El Pollo Loco. Yeah. Why don't you put in an order for some El Pollo Loco and let's see what we can do. Then, then, then like on Friday, he, he looks at me and says, today we're eating Chinese. <laughs> I have no arguments with you, man. Cause if I'm getting, if I'm eating for free, Dude, you're saving me. You're saving me an arm and a leg right there. So I so I really, really, really appreciate it. And it's become such a trend on Fridays, especially that I've just kind of made Fridays my mo- most comfortable days. It's like I get free food from, you know, uh, from the senior advisor. Obviously, it's the last day that I got to work that week. I'm, I'm all caught up on all my work usually on Friday. Um I'm getting a hundred dollars from the owner of the company every Friday, just in my hands, just a hundred dollar bill. Um, and life is just good. You know, like I, at that point I'm looking forward to the weekend. So what better way to put the icing on the cake than to see a movie? So like last week I did it. I went to go see Jackass forever, had a great time. Um, and this week I went to go see death on the Nile and man, I got to tell you, like, when they were playing the trailers for Death on the Nile, I was super bought into it because I because I don't know, like like I don't know how many people would have been um, privy to uh, the novels that have existed before, you know, the movies or if they've seen some of the TV specials from back in the day or the movies from back in the day. Um, but, you know, like these are like famous books you know written by uh dame agatha christie and these are like some of the best whodunits that i've ever had a, had the pleasure of witnessing you know on screen and for them to do a current rendition i was excited i was like oh my goodness um and i went to go see it and man it was it was freaking good it was it was amazingly good um the only like my only knock was that and I don't know if maybe this was like my seating or 
or if it was just the ambition of them using the big XD screen in the theater. Cause I, I don't know, like I bought the ticket and they were like, Oh, you're in the XD theater. And that's usually reserved for like, you know, big action flicks where it's just so much going on on the screen and whatever. But I will say for the set that was, you know, the movie, it, it, it would, it wouldn't have done it any justice if, if, they had cut some of that some of those scenes down like when they show you you know uh you know scenes of africa you want to see the whole thing you know you when they show you the pyramids you want to see the whole thing when they show you a, a boat on the nile river you want to see the whole thing so you know like i i you know i i totally understood in that respect but i don't know again like there was parts where like i would like be looking at the screen and then it would just be blurry and I'm like, I don't know if it's because the, the 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 film is like blowing up too much or what the heck. But when and it, and it was usually when they showed like, um, not not really wide shots, but well, I guess why? Yeah, because it would just be like shots where like they were showing like this bazaar, it's like you know all this hustle and bustle and these people, and like all I could just see were like blurs of like what I made out to be people walking back and forth. And I'm just like, this looks so weird. And I and I really did attribute it to my seating, which I don't know why I did that, because I always sit in the same general area in the theater. And I've never had that issue with films before, you know. Um, and then I started thinking like, oh, my God, it could it be my eyes. But I'm like, no, I got pretty, pretty decent vision. So I don't know. I, I maybe maybe it was something with the movie, but um, everything else, like the costumes, amazing. The music, my gosh, the music was so good. Like, I don't know if they can get into the talks for the Academy Awards this year or if they're going to have to wait or they even qualify. But, man, if they can be nominated for costumes, uh, musical score, um. And maybe cinematography, because I think a lot of the cinematography that it did was pretty, pretty decent. But like definitely the costumes and the uh, music were just like hands down the best. Like I was I was so into the music. It was just like, wow, like it just I like it put a grin on my face while I was watching the movie. But it's a really, really good uh, film. Very, very well done. I think all the actors did a pretty good job uh, playing their roles in that movie. Um you know, the the one hang up that I have, and this is just this is nothing, no knock against the movie itself, but it just sucks when you got a movie like this that you can appreciate and it comes across as being really, really decent. And, you know, in your heart of hearts that this is not going to make as much of an impact, you know, um, from a financial stance. So it basically just runs the risk of not being applicable to be like a series of movies or uh getting a sequel or something because i would love if they you know did you know at least agatha christie's top five mystery novels you know in a current rendition like it would just it would just blow my mind um but death on a nile was really really good i absolutely uh recommend that if you're into period pieces because this movie all takes place between the 30s and the 40s um and uh inspector perot is just i mean he's like sherlock holmes on crack and it's just it's so wonderful to see him 
with his deductive capabilities because it's it's like it was so funny because like I was thinking about Robert Downey Jr. and his rendition of Sherlock Holmes and I was just thinking like yeah he played a really good Sherlock Holmes but this guy's killing this Perot <laughs> he's really killing it um and it was just yeah it and, and what what I really liked about this film though is and and this is this is a testament to how um you know the the deduction is really one-sided in a Sherlock Holmes film where it's in a in the Perot film it's more like they give you credit for thinking about the the possibilities or the oddities that would have gotten him to that point of reasoning. You know, there's there's points that when when he like they do flashback in observation when he's when he's talking the points and you and you yourself like I, I was saying like when I was saying I was like, I noticed that, too. I totally noticed that part. I noticed she wasn't there. He was there. She did look kind of weird when this happened. It, it it just it made you feel like you were a part of uh, the, the whole process. And big ups, big ups, big ups to uh, Russell Brand. I love that dude. He was so good in that movie. I mean, he, he didn't have like a real standout role as far as the film, but any any anything that can give Russell Brand some validation to being a serious actor, I can totally get behind. Cause like I feel like he doesn't get enough credit and I feel like for him to, you know, be in a role where it allows him to like really play out his dramatic skills, man, he was he was fantastic. Army Hammer was pretty good. Um uh who else there the, I think I want to say the girl who plays Shuri in Black Panther I think she was in the film but I couldn't tell because she was really dark skinned in this film whereas she kind of looked a little caramel in Black Panther but I mean I could just be totally wrong I don't know uh if it was her she did a pretty good job Gal Gadot did a really fantastic job too um you know she's just polarizing um and and to be quite honest I I I got you know like some actors can get lost in the roles that they've played previous and you kind of look at them in newer movies and you say, Oh yeah, it's Batman, you know, or, Oh, it's Superman or, Oh, it's wonder woman. I didn't feel like that with her. She was in the movie and, and she just played her role and she just did it very, very well. Now I will say that there was one part where, you know, cause I was, I was trying to understand like, okay, where are they originating these characters from? Like, are they Americans that are in London? Like, are they, uh, are they Londoners? Are they just all foreign from different places? And like, I felt like for a time, I felt like they were trying to get Gal Gadot to be, a uh, uh, kind of an American. Cause she had a very straightforward American accent. But by the time the middle of the film came and she started expressing more emotion in the role, Oh, she let it go. And then she was just speaking with her natural accent. So I was a little bit miffed on that. And I was just like, okay, but I let it go. I was just like, you know, it is what it is. You know, the, these actors are just uh, doing the best they can. The film is still entertaining and I can't be bothered. So yeah, it was a really good film and I highly recommend uh, people step out to see it. Um, it was really funny too, because I was walking out of the theater and um, I noticed that 
there's another movie uh with um what's that actor the one from taken liam neeson yeah so there's a liam neeson movie out and i totally have seen no uh ads for it or anything like i looked on i looked at it and it said uh coming you know to 11 22 and i'm just like i didn't even see a commercial on that film <laughs> so i don't know if he i don't know if he's losing touch with hollywood or what the deal is with uh him but maybe he's just i don't know maybe he's his time has passed i mean he's i mean to be quite honest a lot of liam neeson films that weren't taken just seem like taken in different scenarios like you know he had the one where the plane crashed and it was just basically taken on a plane the one on the train it was taken on a train it was just yeah it was just all taken um but i do want to go see that other film uh the one with holly berry uh moonfall i think it's called I want to go see that. I probably will see that today because um, I'm always into space epics and stuff like that. Just anything that has to do with, you know, the probabilities of, you know, space and how we choose to explore it and what happens in the catastrophe, you know, when we fail, stuff like that. So, you know, it'll just be an entertaining way to spend my Saturday. Um, and that is short of me playing some PS Vita which we're going to talk about a little bit. So I've been really uh, enjoying my PS Vita for a while. Um, you know, shout out to the YouTubers that, and I'm pretty sure I could have looked this up long, long, long ago. Um, Cause I've been suffering drift in my PS Vitas for like years. Like it's always been a thing. And I don't know, like, like with this PS Vita that I have now, cause I got the orange Japanese version. Like I was just like, bro, I can't, I can't get rid of this one because this is definitely a color that I want. And nobody, you know, there's nobody today that's fixing these things. So what the heck am I going to do? Um, so I just started looking online, started looking on YouTube and, you know, I found enough people basically saying, look, just use contact cleaner. You know, you just take this little nozzle, spray it in here, blah, 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 blah. And, I did it and it worked and guess what? I haven't had drift in my PS Vita forever. So it it allows me to play games that quite honestly, I would just quit in the middle of because the drift would be so atrocious. Like I'd be playing Persona 4 Golden and I would be navigating a, a dungeon and I would just get so aggravated like when I would run into an enemy where the shadow enemies they like when they're when they're aware that you're there they'll they'll pursue you and you can preemptively hit them to get a first strike but like when i would miss the hit because the the screen would just like swing way way right i was just like this is this is dumb right just this is just so dumb so i would just like quit i would i would quit and i would just like yeah and that same thing with like soul sacrifice and anything that had like a separate navigation short of your your uh, initial walking with the left stick um, was just inoperable and just could not be used. And now, I mean, I've I've played so many sessions and I've just been super, super happy. I was so happy. I actually did the same thing to my Joy-Cons. I don't I did not. And it's kind of funny because like I did the same thing to my Joy-Cons, but I haven't played my Switch in like forever. And I, the only reason I haven't played my Switch in forever is because I really, really, really love my PS Vita. Like, I really love my PS Vita, like, a lot. Um, and, I, I mean, to be quite honest, I don't even know where that's going to leave me when it comes to me getting a Steam Deck. 
because I've been basically holding myself fast to, um, you know, grab a steam deck and just let that just kind of be the be all end all. Um, you know, I'm sitting here thinking like, okay, when I get the steam deck, am I going to, am I going to store the Vita away? Am I going to store the uh, switch away? Am I going to sell the switch? Am I going to, you know, like, what am I going to do with all this stuff that I got? But I mean, I'm, I'm just waiting. And, you know, once the steam deck does get here, I'll be just as happy. I'm, uh, it's it's crazy because like um, Elden Ring's coming out on the twenty fifth, and I'm basically, I because I believe if it's coming out on PC, then that means it's coming out on uh, Steam. So and even if it doesn't come out on Steam, I mean there's 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 ways to sideload games on the on the um, on the uh, Steam Deck, but that's basically what I'm waiting for. I'm just gonna I'm gonna grab it on the Steam Deck and just play it there. You know, I know a lot of people are going to grab it on consoles and, you know, so, you know, it's it's cool to see that people have PS5s and stuff, but I, I've, I've just been so turned off by the lack of product on shelves. And I know people always come for my head and say, oh, you know, it's the shortages. It's like, OK, great. That's fine. Like, you know, it's it, it it's fine that it's a complete contradiction because people are talking about shortages, but I but everybody I look at has one. But then when I go to the store, I don't see any. It's like almost like a running gag or something but you know like i said i've already made my decision i'm not looking to grab one don't care for one whatever um but yeah uh the 25th is going to be really really exciting gonna grab elden ring gonna get that knocked out um i'm, I'm excited and I'm, I'm just overall excited for the steam deck because like i like i've been kind of sitting here just kind of waiting and there's been games that have been coming out that I've been like waiting to continue on. Like I want to finish playing uh Final Fantasy remake. And yeah, it'll be cool for me to just, you know, like I said, sideload the Epic store, um, you know, get Final Fantasy remake and just continue playing. Um I re I really want to test and try Final Fantasy um uh 14 on um uh, on the Steam Deck. You know, I mean, that's all really going to just be relying on how well it can hold on to the 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 connection of Wi-Fi. You know, as long as that can stay stable, then I, I feel like the experience will be seamless. But I would just love to just be chilling out, you know, on, on a hot spot, you know, at a park or something and just be playing, a, you know, a MMORPG. Plus, I want to get into some of those other ones that uh, people are been talking about online it's just kind of been cool and you know i've just been like yeah you know yeah you guys are saying you're having fun i'll be there with you guys in like a month you know because i still have to wait till uh early april i think so yeah it'll 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 be my time soon but i'm also i'm also thinking i might get it earlier like sometime in like mid-march only because i don't i don't i, I really honestly don't feel like every person who's going to get notified to get their steam deck is going to get it. I think a lot of people are going to turn around and say, eh, change my mind. You know, just give me my $5 back. I'll use it to get Stardew Valley or something. And, you know, for, the, I think that that's going to help people kind of move up in the queue. But I, I, like I said this on previous shows, like I really wish that, um, valve tried to find a way to keep people in a constant, uh, flow of communication or maybe even like make a ticker for for people to download so people can like enter their their uh 
their product number or whatever or invoice number and then they can just see where they are as far as like um you know their their place in waiting you know because 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 honestly the one thing that i fear because because listen i don't check my email all the time and i would just be really really butthurt if i you know uh get an email or if I've gotten an email, like let's say I got an email like last week and it says, Hey, you can buy your steam deck. I'll be really mad if it said, Oh, and by the way, you got a five day window and that was given to me on the seventh. Like, Oh my God, like what am I going to do? But you know, all in all, I think I'll be able to get one and I'll be fine and everything will be hunky dory and all happy. Um, one other uh, question in closing I asked I asked people like what what was their first entry into Final Fantasy and what's their favorite? And I got some really good answers. I think as far as first, I think a lot of people were just like all over the place, which I really, really liked because that like myself, I didn't start with the origin. I didn't start with, you know, Final Fantasy one. But it was really, really cool to see like people say that their favorites. Uh you know, I think I think the majority of people said their favorite was nine. Um, there were a lot of people who said, you know, um, eight, you know, I, I didn't really get anybody that said seven, like people, people recognize seven, but I don't think people, I don't think as many people, uh, who've played seven really appreciate seven or like seven that much. You know, like I, I got a lot of people saying they liked 15, I, which I thought was really, really cool. Cause I actually enjoy 15 a lot. I think 15 is probably one of the better ones. Like 15 would make 15 would make it into my top. 10 as far as final fantasy uh games and that's including side games and stuff like that so it would definitely be in my top 10 um but yeah like my like me myself my my first final fantasy well here, here's the thing to be uh not not to be unfair but my, okay so like the first final fantasy that i've ever experienced was six but the first one that I've ever played was seven. And my favorite of all of them is probably seven. And it's only because that's the one that I really dove deeply into. It was the one that I I have beaten like multiple times. Like that that was one of those games that as a kid I was like super obsessive and like I would just beat the game again and again and again and you know, like I would spend countless hours going to the uh, the battle arena and just beating up on the bosses and, you know, uh, getting the top prize and doing all the chocobo races and farming chocobos and, um, you know, going to, you know, the uh, hidden spaces where like the, the hardest freaking enemies were that could like one shot the average person. But I'd be able to go over there and like I literally would let enemies like hit me to like critical health just so I could feel like they were they were putting putting up a fight. Um, and man, I I used to just have so much fun. And I mean, I appreciate every other Final Fantasy I've ever played. Everyone but nine. I just can't get over how bad nine is. Everybody says nine is so good. Nine is really, really bad. And I'm just, I'm, I'm going to stick to my guns with that one. I just don't like nine. There's nothing good about nine. Um, nine is definitely not better than eight. And it's nowhere near as good as 10. 
I, I, I don't know. I, I, I really want to understand what it is that people liked about nine. Like, I want to know, like, what did people love so much about nine? I mean, I've, I've heard people say, oh, it's because it kind of went back to its point of origin. It's because, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's back to the simple values. And it's like, dude, it freaking sucks. They make you, they make you play as a freaking thief you don't have any control. Oh, well, you get control of what you can be later in the game. I don't want it later. I want it now. I want to be who I want to be now. You know, if I want Cloud to focus on magic from the beginning, he will and he can. If he want, if I want Cloud to be my healer, he he can be my healer. You know, it doesn't have to go any other particular way. It might be a little harder to you know sway the the character archetypes to be something different, but you could still do it. You can't do that in nine. That's why I never understand why people are so hung up on nine being, you know, quote unquote good, but it is what it is. You listen, I appreciate you guys. If the majority of you say that nine is the, is the one nine is the one, but Hey, what do you guys think? Uh, how much would you spend on a pair of, uh, pants? Um, have you been going to the movies lately? Have you, uh, seen any good movies? Uh, that I haven't mentioned. What are you looking forward to? Oh, you know, the Batman is coming out in, I want to say, a couple of weeks. Wow. It's already here, man. A couple of weeks and we're going to see the Batman. It's going to be sweet. Um, what uh, Have you guys been playing any handhelds? You guys been, uh, do you have a Vita to play? Have you been playing your Switch? Are you looking forward to the Steam Deck? And what is your uh, favorite Final Fantasy? And what was your first Final Fantasy? Uh, you guys can hit me up on social media, which I will be deleting soon. No, I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, hit me up on social media, uh, more M-O-O-R-E-T-A podcast. And uh, let's discuss it because I really do enjoy all the interactions that I do get on the Twitter. It is always amazing. So with that being said, I'm going to let you guys go. I want you guys to enjoy the rest of your weekend. I know I'm going to enjoy mine. Like I said, we're going to have some fun, eat some food tomorrow for the Super Bowl. Um, hopefully you guys stay safe. Um, don't bet all your money in one place if you're the betting type. And yeah, we'll see you guys again next week. So with all that being said, you guys already know the deal. Take care of yourselves and each other. And I will see you guys next time. Bye guys.